Blow the whistle coming back at you. I'm your host, D Brown. Got your co-host over here, Dane Not Your Average Therapist is in the building as always. Blow the whistle. Interactive podcast. We bring the sports and mental health together. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Make sure you like and follow Blow the Whistle underscore on Instagram, Blow the Whistle on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube Blow the Whistle channel. Make sure you check out all the highlights, all, all the bloopers. We got some stuff, y'all. You want the shirt? Put, you see the shirt? You want the shirt? It's, gonna, it's out there for it's you. It's out there for you. Blow the whistle. Hey, man. We here. Blow the whistle. whistle. <laughs> 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 what's up man what what's going on this is sean foster in the building ladies and gentlemen blow the whistle blow the whistle sean yeah man i love it i love it good to have you good to have you definitely bro I like you, the uh, i was just I like the artwork huh go ahead I like the artwork behind y'all oh appreciate yeah. it my man yeah Thank definitely you. shout out the puro collections on ig check them out you got some funky Funky Pagans that he does, you know what I'm saying? Freehand. Been knowing this guy since high school. Bad for real. Bad. Yeah, yeah. Man, I was giving an intro to, to the to the viewers before, so I'm I'm gonna skim through what I said now. Now, now if I skip anything, again tell me because you know I want to blow you up as much as possible. Bad. Bad. Second, second, uh, second pick in the second round. Basically, yeah. that's the first. That's to me. That's the first round pick. Okay. Yeah. 2002 Carolina Panthers, right? Bam. Yeah. Nope. Number four, number five, all-time UCLA and Russian. Yeah. Number two in touchdown. Number two in single uh, to- single game total yards. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Number, number four, uh, Carolina Panthers all-time leading Russian. Number four. That's the last yeah, I'll take that. I, I really yeah, think top five. It's top five. Shit, this is so I, I really think yeah. it's three because Cam Newton, one of them, that don't count. Yeah, that yeah don't, that's right. That don't count. <laughs> that don't count. You got a quarterback in there. You know, <laughs> okay. But we, you know, we're in the top. We're definitely in the top three, top four. Yeah. All, all, all time. Would you? Would you say one? You know, and don't brag on yourself. We got a chance to brag on yourself. Would you say one of the dopest, dopest Super Bowl runs in Super Bowl history? Man. Yeah. 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 Going back on it now. At the time, you know, you can't talk about yourself like that. But now, it's, it's what? It's been over a decade. Yeah, you got a platform now. Yeah, you feel me? We just reminiscing. That's <laughs> it. Like you, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was. Uh, you know, what I'm saying it was just a. That was a moment. You know, what I mean, he's just being there, making it to the Super Bowl. Just the situation that it was in. You know, uh, just getting an opportunity to, to get a carry. You know, with Big Dog in there, we didn't get many, many carries and stuff. Being the type of back that he was, so I was just excited. I was able to make something happen and get to the zone. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, well, talking about that, let's talk about one of your one of your own favorite moments that you've had. Either that be high school, college, NFL career, or post career. What would you say is like one of your favorite moments? It's probably going to be that Super Bowl run, or just playing in the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Just knowing that we was one of the two best teams in the world at that time. You know, everybody was watching that game. 
uh, what Beyonce sang the, the national anthem. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a big game. That was the that was the Janet Jackson. Right. You know? And so it was, it was a huge game. Just uh, just just being in that moment and be able to capitalize. You know, we didn't get the victory and everything, but so it would have been. That was the game. Janet Jackson uh, reveal. Yeah. Was that the snatch up? Oh, oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You see that everybody know exactly what's going on. Right, right. What's malfunction? Yep, exactly. So man, you at you at you're at UCLA now. Went back, you back at your alma mater. You you, would, you had a first stint stint there, then went on to Texas Tech for a little bit, and uh and got and got to see Patrick Mahomes. I just thought about that, so I'm gonna ask you about about that cat oh, yeah. real quick. But then you you had, had opportunity to go back to your alma mater, mm-hmm. um, an all time great, and now you you know you're coaching uh, the the running backs over at UCLA now under under Coach Kelly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get back to to, to Mr. MVP. You know, okay. you you had a chance to see it up close be, be, before anybody could see it. You you got to you got to see it develop. The man has even said, "Listen, I just started learning how to how to how to uh, read defenses just you know a couple years ago." Right. What? What man? What, what what was that like watching watching a kid like this who's like you know man? He, he's setting marks that's unprecedented. Coming from UCLA, we had Josh Rosen, so I left, and it was Josh's freshman or sophomore season, or was this freshman season. He had just played well as a freshman. So I'm seeing it as a freshman, I was like, man, this guy's pretty good, right? Yeah. I get to Texas Tech, have no idea. Mm-hmm. I knew that they threw the ball, but I didn't know the talent of the quarterback. You know what I mean? So when we get there, I get there in spring. Yeah. And just seeing some of the stuff that he was doing, it was real Aaron Rodgers-like, you know what I'm saying? Just the, the arm talent. Wow. And just to see how the guys rally behind him. You know what I'm saying? Like. You know, D, you play quarterback, so you know when you get everybody they truly believe in you, no matter what's going on. Yeah. We down twenty and they still out there playing. You know what I mean? So right. it was just it was an amazing year just being around that. We was the number one offense that year. That was a game where we we played Oklahoma. I think Pat, Pat had like seven hundred yards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but Pat was a. It was just a. It's not just an arm talent. It's the, the kid can just extend plays. He might not necessarily run, but it's just the way he can extend plays. Just right. keep the drive going, and and guys rally behind him. And you know, if you can get, get the guys to rally behind you, that's that's huge at quarterback position. So you saw that. So what, what they see now in the little highlights when he's talking to to the to the cats on the sideline, talking to his line, you know, rallying everybody up. You know, every, every, the infamous, you know, all the rally that he was doing against the Texans, but he's doing that throughout the whole year. You've yeah. seen that. You he's been doing that. That's just part of his character, who he is. Yeah, exactly. That's just who he is. I was seeing that from spring all the way through the, to the end to the last game of the season. Wow. Was, wow. You know, just, wow. just wow. being able to see him and having that to be able to carry over. Yeah. You know? so, yeah. The sky's the limit for a young man, you know. Absolutely. Twenty four years old. Mm-hmm. Man, he has a long way to go. Just stay healthy. And I think he's yeah, he's gonna rewrite some some record books. Yeah. So, so talking about him, just recently they just put out like a a commercial that he kind of spearheaded, you know, uh, in the Black Lives Matter uh, commercial. So, what what do you feel like currently? What's the climate as far as coaching in the college ranks as well as being in the NFL? What do you think the climate, or how do you feel like the climate is right now going on with the actual the black protest? Um, what's going on in society as far as the pandemic and how they all dealing with that? in the locker room. I mean, it was just good that Pat was able to get out there and, and let him know, let the world know how he's feeling. Just um, being that, what, the top four quarterbacks in the NFL are black. Right. You know what I mean? So this isn't a, 
this isn't the old times or just how the NFL used to operate or what was going on. You know, the, the top four are black and they're they're playing at a very high level. So it's just good that they're able to to voice their opinion and let let the world know that you know these if they're not playing football, they could be just like every other man that's out here getting murdered right. yeah. or any situation. So I'm just glad the guys are able to to take this their their platform and use it use it for good. You know, it's just. We gotta get that conversation out. Just the number one thing is communicate. You got we gotta be able to talk this thing, talk this out and and let them hear us and so we can hear them and understand maybe why they don't understand or or maybe they need to understand why we are so passionate about what we're saying. Exactly. And so it's just good that, you know, for for me, being a coach, you know, uh coach that you say being a running back coach, you know, a lot of the running backs look like me. So it's it's um uh, it's just I have to be, I just try to make sure I'm, I'm a role model for them and, and let them talk things out and give them an opportunity to speak, you know, because these, these young guys, they really are aware of what's going on in the world. You know, it's, um, being when we was playing football, it was a little bit different, you know. You, you Man, and, and I was going to, I was going to, I was going to ask you, and kind of, I'm glad you kind of said that because we're going to segue into that piece. You, you're now, you know, you played in generation, you know, when we played, but now you're also coaching in a, an entire different generation. And like, as you were about to say, it's, it's totally different mm-hmm. from when you say student athlete. Student athlete, when we were one, and when now that the ones that you're coaching and monitoring and governing, mm-hmm. it's a totally different perspective. It's a totally different outlook where I look, and you can add on to this, back when we was coming up, we, our eyes were trained and we were conditioned just focus on the task, you know, being the best that, you know, that type of stuff was, was a, it was it was around us, but it wasn't near us. These 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 guys are. It still might not necessarily be around them, but they're they're pushing themselves to be near it. Out to it, exactly. Yeah, yeah, they're reaching out to be near it. You know, where we were, you know, not so conditioned to do the same thing. How 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 do you see the difference in the student athletes balancing that? That uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, those two worlds. I guess you could say. Yeah. This is really going to be the true test this season. You know, just seeing how guys being able to be as vocal as they are now, just being able to handle football and still be passionate about what's going on. You know, the, the, the NBA is really going to show us how, how that's going to happen, you know, in their, their bubble. And, and some guys didn't want to play and some guys did. So we're going to see how if they can still use their platform and keep the momentum that we have going. You know, so it's just as long as they can stay focused. Then everything should be OK. Just keep keep. Keep the task at hand. You know what I mean. Understand what you're what, what you're doing and what you're saying, and don't just go out there and retweet something unless you read about it. Or you know what I mean. That's that's a lot of thing that I try to tell my guys. Make sure you read something before you retweet it. Do a little bit of homework before you're just jumping out in something because you can't go back on stuff. You know what I mean. So that, that's Ooh, huge. Out there. Yeah. Exactly. Once it's out there, it's out there. You can delete it, but somebody saw it. Right. So you know, just be aware of what, what you're saying, and you know, just think things out. You know, you, you can't you can't muzzle these guys. You can't mute them. You know, you just got to educate them and make sure that they know what they're saying and, and, say, and saying the right things. And it's interesting you said it, man, because we're so sensationalized in this day and age. But you, you said you, you said, um, you know, to look at, you know, kind of look at and do your homework first. And it's just how do, how do you tell an 18, 19, 20 year old to kind of bounce, you know, what I mean, to kind of make that type of Grown up discretion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know what balance is that you, you gotta learn from that. Ex- you gotta right. learn from that experience. Yeah. So we didn't have to deal with that. But how do they 
I don't know. How, how do they do that? You know what I'm saying? And, and the whole mental aspect, you say stay focused. And it's like, okay, well, break it off into a pie chart. How do I stay focused on ball, school, what's happening around me 24 hours a day? I got a, my whole social life, maybe a little bit of family, maybe a little bit of something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Something else. You know, just, wow. It's, it's interesting you had said that about the focus piece because focus, the definition of focus has changed so much for this generation. Yes. But they're able to multitask a little bit better than prior generations. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. just like you said, we were always focused on one thing, like this is what you're doing. Right. You know, they have they understand that they have a little bit more of a voice and that they can do a little bit more. And that's starting more in high school than even now, once they get in college. You know what I'm saying? So just like you said, they're they're reaching out for certain stuff. Like they're trying to let me get this information. Let me see what this is about. This is about, but it's just good that they're able to see professionals do it, and then now they can try to tailor their life. So, so to to add on to that, and to kind of just maybe jump to this particular aspect, as a therapist, I kind of see student athletes, students, you know, uh, all types of climates, and especially within athletes. Um, in college and in high school, they start to struggle mentally trying to find that balance and understand, you know, what their purpose is, what their strengths are, and all those things. And then they start to, you know, maybe decline in a sense, yeah. whether that's their self-esteem, uh, just their feelings of enjoyment and actually finding their, their passion. But some people just get stuck. So my question is, I know I just went on a rant, but... My question is, how, how as a coach, how can you be an advocate for like mental health awareness, making sure that these student athletes know that they can come talk to you or at least ask for help? You know, with you being a coach, how does that kind of work in, in your role? Or would you label that as one of your roles? No, that's one of your roles because you're responsible for these kids. So that's on and off the field. You know what I mean? So with me, it's just... They all know I have an open door policy, like just come in here and talk to me. So it's more of befriending them, you know what I mean? So, and not just one of their homeboys, cause I'm still gonna discipline you and if something's wrong, but it's more of befriend that you can come talk to me no matter what, you know? So just a couple situations, just even if something's happening that's out of position and it's not just my guys, guys know on the team that they can come and talk to me about it. You know what I mean? Just being a, a, a coach that has played, I just know that there's more than just football going on in their lives. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Oh, please. Like, please like, say that louder. Just a little bit louder. Exactly. People need to hear that one. Exactly. I know that there's more than football going on in their lives. You know what I'm saying? So you got to take that into consideration. They got finals. They got a girlfriend. They have family. They're away from family. Right. First time somebody's got, you know what I'm saying? So you, you just got to, you got, it's a constant. It's not just, I'm talking to these guys during football season. This is a constant communication that we have going on. Right. You know what I mean? Like how me and you text D, that's how I text that group chat. Like we're yeah. constantly talking. You know, if I see something, hey guys, you see this? Just something funny. Okay. Uh, then you, you just to just to open the line of communication to let them right. really know you can come and talk to me no matter what. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just uh, as a coach, I fully feel like I'm fully responsible for them on and off the field and their mental health. So, you know what I mean? Because football can also trigger their mental health. You know what I mean? And one of the biggest signs that I have in my room is it's not the performer, it's the performance. Ooh. So don't think I'm getting on you. It's what you're doing. 
Boy, you know I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna bite it. I'm gonna bite it. Say one more time, please. That's real, right there. One more. I'm gonna put it down. Right. It's not the performer. It's the performance. Wow. I'm not getting on you. It's what you're doing. Right. You know, because and that just goes into like if you say something to somebody that could trigger them into getting into a hole in mental health or. Mm Now they might not want to talk or he's shy. And, you know what I mean? So it's just, I just try to have a family atmosphere. That's the number one thing. It's a family atmosphere in there. So we all can talk. You know what I mean? We're all brothers in there. We just got to all be able to communicate. And guys got to be able to learn from each other. That's the number one thing. We got to be able to learn from somebody else's mistake. It shouldn't have to hit you for you to understand that. Right. Well, man, I sit here and I listen to you. And, and as I'm listening to you, my mind is going from, okay, you're a coach, mm-hmm. but there's other people in just everyday life. Like mm-hmm. a parent is the same as a coach, can do the same thing. A CEO or a, a executive or a manager of can, can you know, look at what has a team or they can look in, 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 and ask for the same things from their so-called players. You know what I mean? Like that's the same outlook and how how, how how much production that a business, you right. know, how much production that your own household, yeah. how much production a team rather would, would have when you have more people like that who take on that type of coach mentality. Yeah. And I always say, you know, that's one thing you, you everybody can't, you can call anybody mom, everybody look around. You can call anybody from pa, you know, you know, everybody, cook, what's up fam, this right. and that and third, but you can't call everybody a coach. That's true. And so and sometimes, and that's that's just kind of an example of what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. How that role and just that outlook you can take off the field and put it in your in life and then even more intimately in your own household. Right. And man, get and get get a, a better outcome, I think. That's mm-hmm. that's great. Let's talk about the accidental dependence on the mask and the opiates to to perform. And that's like we're talking about, we we've been sensationalized to to, to mask pain, mm-hmm. to to to, re- to to reduce all 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 signs of stress, right? And 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 by and by doing that and having that mentality, we make these unhealthy. When you think about it, unhealthy choices, yes. and like I said, man, it, it's accidental. A lot of, a lot of athletes, you you just you just popping the pill. You, know, you, ain't, you ain't trying to. Oh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get moves. Right. No, I'm trying to just mask this pain so I right. can perform. You know what I'm saying? How have you seen that as a player and a coach? Have you seen that that trend uh, elevate, or has it kind of been kind of what, what you've seen all along, just as a as, as a player transitioning coach? It's more. I think it's it's different than when we was playing. You know what I mean? Because there was no, there was there was nothing for mental health, mm. unless you were doing it on your own, right? You know what I mean? Like. Now there's there's so many just different avenues for for them, you know. Yeah, we have caps. We have our own team doctor that they can talk to. Me as a position coach, my assistant, another coach on the staff, um, trainers, equi- you know what I mean? Like there's just so many people that you can talk to, and so many people are aware of it now. So when you see somebody acting out of character, it's more of a red flag now. Yes. We both played with somebody that we saw out of character a little bit and we weren't seeing anything being with it. I ain't gonna say nothing, but you know what I'm saying? Like, 
it's different now. Like if you see some red flag now, people are addressing that. And it, and the kids are going through a little bit more now at a younger age because with this following these Instagrams and these social medias and stuff, like they're becoming famous without really doing anything to be famous. Right. Man. I mean, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. So now when they get to college and they're not getting that playing time and people are coming at them, they're not knowing how to handle this. Right. And this isn't a pressure that we were getting at this age. This is a pressure we were getting once we got to the NFL. That's right. That's right. They're hitting this. That's right. Five, I just six saw, years early. An eighth grader made a big, a big IG uh, announcement about where he was transferring to. You know, and it was like, what you just going? I mean, I mean like, yeah. you just going to the ninth grade. I mean, he's a good basketball player, but it, it was that big of a yeah. LeBron, my decision type thing. It's like, man, you famous. Well, as, as we presume, yeah. it, it should be to this day and age, we're, we're famous. Like you said, we wasn't having that type of pressure and intention until we got to pressure. where it was well deserved. Like, mm -hmm. right now, this is not even deserved. Like, wow. You know, and it's difficult for them to, to process that type of stuff because they're still developing mentally. Exactly. Mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. so, so, so my question is, would you say that you would be like a huge proponent to have, let's say, like therapists at each, uh, I would say each sport, sporting like department? Facility. The facility as far as whether it's football, basketball, I, I imagine, I envision with the awareness of mental health and what's been going on in the climate lately, that there's a necessity for each and every school to have a therapist on staff, just for that those departments. Yeah, yeah, I would think. Yeah, it. yeah, because yeah. we have we we basically have caps, and that's a department that's already on campus. Okay. They direct, we they can go directly there. You know what I mean? Like there's no, and it's not a because you have to remember too. They don't want to have people seeing them doing this. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to get labeled that now I need this or something like that. So it's it's a real discreet. Uh, I, I just like how it's set up and it's, it's I'm just glad because it's able to, it's a filter that's able to catch and we can help players. You know what I mean? When we're playing, you might fall through the cracks and we don't understand how you got into this phone, not knowing that it had nothing to do with football. Um, you know? So it's just good that we're able to, you know, just the, the channels that we have and, and just the processes and just how things are laid out we're able to uh, diagnose and, and find a little bit more things. And even with the, the just the high school email, just talking to the kid more, you know, just right. talking to, you know what I mean? So it's it's helped all the way because it's getting earlier. We're finding this out, out earlier in high school and stuff like that. So, you know, I think most of the colleges probably do have somebody in the building. It's more of now we need to get high schools to have somebody in the building. Mm. You know what I mean? Because if you really think like, but they just showed the guy that's going to Michigan State. He's a sophomore. He's the best player in the if he if the Monty Bates kid, if he goes play, he's the best player. If he goes to the draft right now, they said he'd be the first pick. Wow. He's 16. Wow. That's a 16-year-old. You know what I mean? That's a lot of pressure on somebody. That's 16. Think about when you were 16. I just wanted to start. I wasn't worried about you know what I mean? Like I just wanted to start. I just wanted to start. I wanted to play varsity and start. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mama. That's it. That's it, man. I just wanted to hey, go to the pizza place and people act like they do me. That's all I want to do. I want a million followers. I like, <laughs> but it's a different, you know what I mean. And that, and with this day and age, it, it comes with that pressure. But it's just good that everything, like you know, it's just being brought up. The more we can talk about it, it's everything. The more we can talk about it, mental health, right? 
You know what I mean? Just every every situation that's going on, anything that's going on, as long as we can communicate and bring it up and have these subjects and these talks, we can help. Yeah, man, it, I saw you, you know, you said two things that were were, were, were great. Like you said, one, one of the things that you have an open door policy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Again, that's one another thing that I was saying, and just being in a leadership position to have that and have that to be known because everybody doesn't have that. Every right. leader doesn't have that. So someone to keep the door closed and keep the shade, shade closed. Well. You, know what I'm you gotta knock. You gotta you gotta call the secretary, get a meeting. You know, like you know, that's it. Like, but to have that open door, man, give right. that comfort. You know, like you say, to to have that tech that text message. You know what I'm saying? Some some they may not tell you, but they depend on that reach out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You know, just Absolutely. that, you know, even if they don't touch back, they depend on that reach out. So you just said some things, man, that you already, you guys are already doing. You just said, like you said, it's a, you you notice it's a red flag now. Well, that's not how you grew up. And that's hard to do because a lot of us are just stuck in our ways. Mm -hmm. and, and it's hard, it's hard to, tra you know, to tra tra transition and uh, transform our minds to see that. But like you said, back, back then we, we masked our pain. Mm -hmm. Where now, you know, it's more, it, it's more, it's more, you know, you're more observant. You like you said, oh, that's a red flag. Yeah. This boy is he off the kilt right now. He, he, he off the kilt right now. He ain't he on one. Something going on. Right. It, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't right. You know, right. He, he don't he don't act like this normally. Like, you know, other times you know, he just crazy. He ah ha pop funny. It ain't funny no more. Right. It could turn into something that you just now we can't handle this. Yeah. It can snowball into something bad. So you can't, right. you know. Yeah, address it. How do we navigate through that piece? How do you take your kids or prepare them? Because all of them ain't going to the draft. You know, you know, it's gonna be a last game for for, for everyone. How do you uh, value yourself past what your title is? I always try to tell my guys. Um, we all like uh, we we all like a, a, a bottle of milk. We all gonna expire. You just don't know your ex expiration date. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's football comes to an end. Jerry Rice played 20 years. He'll be a regular person longer than he'll be a football player. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And he played 20. Wow. All right. You know what I mean? So a lot, a lot of people aren't gonna do that. You just gotta. So back to okay. Now, I guess who I am now basically is 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 just a, a mentor. You know what I mean? Just really, like you said, we, D, D also, like, we, we lived out these kids' dream. Just, they, they dream to want to go to the NFL and play running back, and we lived that out. So now I just try to give them the knowledge and how to go about things and just how to prepare, how to, you know what I mean? Just little things, how to carry themselves doing this, how to do this, how to operate in this situation. How, you know what I mean? So just think about it. If you had... If you had somebody coaching you, and we had some really good coaches, that's some good coaches. Yeah, we did. But you, had, you know what I mean? Like we had some good coaches. Cause I had Jim Skipper in Carolina, and then I had a son at UCLA. You know, so. But just going back to think about playing for somebody that had played in the NFL and did exactly what you did. You know what I mean? Even though we were prepared, there's just little things that you can find out. You know what I mean? Just take care of your body. I'm on top of them about taking care of their body right now. Yeah. You know, at this age, I thought I was invincible. I could go play a football game and it's nothing. Yeah, right. I'm not knowing that 
my body is my car. Like, you know, the NASCAR drivers aren't just going out there just hitting their car up against everything and it's all good, like, you know? So it was more of now, okay, hey guys, take care of your body. Let's get everybody on a routine. We're getting a massage this day. We doing yoga this day. We doing this, this, you know what I'm saying? Right. And they listen because they're like, oh, this is what you were doing? Oh, okay, cool. Right. Now think about if we could have did that five years earlier. Right. So it's more of just giving the knowledge that that we had, but that's just who we were as people, though. I wasn't uh, every year I was in Carolina, they drafted a running back, so I had to teach this joker the plays. But I'm not a guy that's not going. You know what I mean? The best man's going to win. Like I had somebody my first year that didn't teach me the plays. Right. And then the second year we had somebody that taught us everything. Right. Mm. But that just shows you how comfortable that man was in his ability. Compared right. to another man in his ability, you know what I'm saying. So it's just always just try to teach somebody and 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 give the knowledge that you have. That's basically what this whole movement should be about. You know what I'm saying? Like we need to get in. We we, we need to have the access that everybody else has access to. Yes, absolutely. You know what I mean? So if you have an opportunity that you can intern at this store, at this business, this company with these these people, you know what I mean? To take that. And that's what I try to tell my friends that don't look like me. If you have an opportunity to give an internship to somebody or teach somebody or help them, then do that. You know, it's not giving out a free ride, teach them the craft. Right. Teach them how you go about it. Right. That's change. That'll change things. You know what I'm saying? So that's just that's just how I just try to teach these guys. Just and and, and they're just smart. I, I just like that this this new era of kids, they're just smart. You know, they're, they're smart kids. They, they more aware of what's going on, social justice, everything. They're, they're just aware of it, you know? So even if they're not even experiencing it, because I know a lot of my guys haven't experienced it, but they still understand what's going on. And I like that they're using their platform to say what they can and what they can't. So it's just, uh, you know, hopefully we can just keep the momentum going and, you know, hopefully, you know, college football will be able to come back and my guys will be able to play football and keep going. So, so, so how do you feel about what's going on with as far as like COVID-19 and the college football season, what they're trying to do, you know, for that? Because there's a lot of, yes, precautionary measures that need to take place if there's going to be any type of season. Um, yeah. Speaking about just doing only conference games. So, so, so talk to us a little bit about what you feel like is going on with that. And we just got to make sure that, that against that. We just got to make sure that the guys are safe. You know, there, there can't be. They're student athletes, you know? They're student athletes. And you have to say that to yourself, just like that, they're student athletes. They're not athlete students, they're student athletes. So, you know, like I always tell my guys, it's books and ball. Books and ball, that's what we're here to do. But you gotta make sure that we're gonna put them in a situation that they're safe. You know? that's, that's, and that's just the number one thing, you know, just they gotta be safe. So just as, um. For us, it's nothing that we can do. You know, ours is more of what the what California is going to do when the right. California opens up, when they say we can do this and we can do that. Right now, we have voluntary work. We have a lot of guys there. I mean, voluntary workouts. A lot of guys are there working out. They're social distancing, staying away from each other, and just getting ready for the season. So we just got to just continue to go like that. But we just have to make sure that we're putting the priority in how safe are these kids going to be going out there and playing. Right. Man, last 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 plug for for UCLA if if, if I had an audience of recruits, what type of guy do you guys want point blank here? 
just back to my word I tell my guys, books and ball. Got to have somebody that's going to be ready to work in the classroom and work on the field, you know? You're going to be more than a football player. Yeah, absolutely. You know? You're not here to major in football. Wow. You know, so that's just what I just try to tell my guys, you know, just get out and learn. If you want to, okay. I always use this as an example also with my guys. So we lift weights, right? We're going to be in that weight room lifting and getting strong so we can perform on a football field. Right. So how are you elevating your mind? How are you fixing this muscle? What are we doing? Right? Because all football starts coming down to once you get to these higher levels is who can critically think and who can function tired. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ability isn't really the number one thing anymore. It starts getting down to situational stuff. Who could critically think, okay, I've been in this situation before. What happened? You know what I mean? Just So I try to tell my guys, you got to go to that classroom and you got to function over there to get this mind going. And right. now you start seeing football in a different way instead of just that same way you've been looking at it. But you got to develop this. Got to find a way to develop your mind. And it's not just go read it. You gotta go in the classroom, speak, right. talk, interact with ki- with the with your classmates, with right. the professors. You know, so I'm just glad that you know my 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 room's pretty smart. We had we I think we had a little bit over a three zero, so my guys can you oh, know yeah. They, yeah they can think. Sir, on when it's back room, when it's back anything left, I told you right. Right, running back is one of the smartest people on the field. You right. tied you 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 tied to, to to two groups. You tied with the quarterback. And you tied with the line. And a lot of that stuff isn't communicated. You got to know the look and know what's going on. So, you know, I, I, I try to make sure I have some guys that can think. So, Anybody can just tote the rock. How do you get them to kind of understand the importance of, just like you said, working out, but also working your brain and being able to process things, but also being able to remove the, the negative things that may come about, whether that's negative thoughts, whether that's isolation or adjustment, you know, coming from home to now being in school, dealing with that emotional shift, how do you kind of advocate and talk to them about making sure they're doing the necessary things, you know, to make sure that they are able to, to stay focused and it's not cluttered with everything else that's outside of that bubble? Um, just, just because of their age, everybody's going to fall at some point. And for me, I just got to be a catcher. I gotta be able to catch you at that moment. You know what I mean? That's when you gotta be there for them guys. Cause if you don't catch somebody when they down, you're not gonna get them back. Mm. You know what I mean? I ain't gonna blow it. That's, that's, <laughs> you I, ain't gonna gonna blow. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna mess you up right <laughs> now. Pull it up. Yeah, cause you got touched it. I'm gonna let you flow though. I ain't gonna. Like he, he you, you just gonna lose him at that time. So it's more of make sure, I just consider myself a catcher. If some, somebody's gonna fall, you gotta make sure you catch them. Because everybody's light goes on at a different time. Just like they body, matures at different times. Everybody's ready to lift, ready to play. Now everybody comes in as a freshman ready to play, mm-hmm. you know, so it just takes everybody a little bit of time and everybody's light comes on at a different time. But if they fall, you just got to be able to catch them. And once you do, the sky be the limit from there. I always want my guys to feel like they are letting me down when they mess up. Not that they just, you know, they, they just disappointed. Mm-hmm. And when you get to that point, that's when it's, the boys are ready to go, you know? So. Man. Man, I heard, I, heard, I heard some great stuff, man. And, um, man, I appreciate you just taking the time out and joshing with us and, and giving us some great yeah, man. great input, man, because you touched on a lot of things. And believe it or not, you know, you, you as a coach, you're doing some 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 counseling techniques you know, that, that you just you probably just don't have the, the formal term for them. 
So they're very, mm-hmm. very powerful. I, I, I've heard some motivational interviewing in there. You know, yeah, I heard some mindfulness in there. You know, I, I heard a lot of that stuff, man. And so I just kind of, you know, I want to applaud you guys to keep yes. doing that, man, because that's that's going to make your campus, you know, you know, safe. That's going to make exactly. that's going to change the culture that you're talking about, because because we need that. And the more and the more you guys, are, you, you guys are touching coaches, teachers, you know, uh, uh, execs, managers. You guys are touching these 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 people, not just student athletes, people, multiple people every single day, man. And the more people who are in leadership positions like yourself, who have that same outlook, have that same mindset and being a, a going ahead and applying it, mm-hmm. that's going to help us change our, our approach. And I said, you know, I think we'll be, I think I'll be on earth long enough to see that, to see that change, that monumental change. But it's going to take more, more folks like yourself, man, to, uh, to continue to, to, to help change this piece about, you know, just our, our self-awareness, our self-worth, Mm-hmm. And and our, and our mental health in general. Yeah. Man. So I appreciate you uh, you being here and, and, and coming out and, and sharing with us. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate that. You know Got a plug. Uh, any plug? Small business, your own your own business. Anything you got going on? Man, listen. Don't say nothing about that. I, he, <laughs> want, he want to wear that all day, every day. And I'm tired of. I'm, I'm about. I'm about to put it in the contract. I don't want to see that no more. <laughs> I got a year with the boys, so you know. I, I, yeah, I, I, I told you. You know what I mean? I got a year yeah. with them. Yeah, oh, you're a panther yeah. though. You, 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 you're a panther. Yeah, that's real. I am though. It is though. Okay. For one year. How you feel? How you feel about that Super Bowl? I'm still hurting. That's. <laughs> I'm still hurting, man. He he, he went off. Got my home I'm Bro, still hurting. I was broke. I was broken down. Five hundred mil. Ooh, ten years. That's a crazy <laughs> number. But the crazy thing about it is, he's twenty-four years old. That's the right. crazy number. He can and see all of another one. All of He can see. All it of might them. be cheaper to keep him on that. You know, because if he go ham and have to re up, it could. The word was that was kind of that was kind of in the discussion of the, to do it that long. Lock him in here now, yeah. So you can kind of keep and bring people in and not not be strapped. Well, man, what's up, mate? I uh, again, man, I appreciate you, man. Just giving us your time, bro. Great you know, conversation. Add, adding value to blow the whistle. We got a lot going Much on, man. Conversation. I want people to know that uh, you know, household names, the people you don't play on the video game, they they think they think just like you. We all think alike. We all deal with the same uh, challenges mentally. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and and go with the same coping skills and, and exercising and ways to get. To, to to get over these things, man, and prevail and be victors in, in, our, in our in our in our pain, and and finally, you know, how to how to find places of peace. And like I said, just so you know, big ups to you guys. If if, if you learned that on your own, or if somebody trains you that way for the way right. you guys are conducting business for those kids, man, because that's big in their mental health. Just like you say, the open door policy is just the, con- the constant text messages. You know, just the being aware of of, of different. You know behavior you know routines and whatnot man that's just big man and um I, I, those boys man i tell you guys thank you but shoot i bet you know they go through a crisis and you guys are there they are they're able to go through the tools that you guys have for them i bet they're, they're very much appreciative so just as just as you know just as therapists ourselves man then in that field man we are, we appreciate of having oh yeah people like yourself doing that thing man i just say keep it up man you know for me as much love as being a daggone boy whew, uh, next year be twenty years, dog. Wow. Twenty years, I don't know you. Twenty years. 
So, man, I appreciate the friendship, man. Much love, bro. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a UCLA Bruin to, to the day, fan to the day I die. go. Yeah, man, I appreciate it, Mr. Foss, for dropping through, man, blowing the whistle, raising awareness here. That's what we do as therapists in this mental health profession. That's what we're trying to do over here. We're we, we raising awareness through our own special platform. We're blowing the whistle on it. So, again, we, we, I appreciate it, definitely. You know, because it's San Fran all day. You still San Fran in my book. So <laughs> I, I definitely appreciate it, man, for stopping through, man, and chopping it up with us. I definitely uh, love this conversation. It's much needed. Yeah. We need to have this regular conversations right here. And that's what we do here. We keep it raw. Keep it raw. Blow the whistle, ladies and gentlemen. Deshaun Foster, man. Yes, sir. Check him out. Check out the team. Fact 10. We have a season. Good luck, Coach. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, y'all be easy.